It's Tuesday, February 25th, and Delicious Talk episode 41 is the second installment of our series on TNT's reboot of the classic TV drama, Dallas. Hey, so hi, this is Nadine in Florida. This is Monica in Nebraska. So what did you think, Monica? Were you, you were saying you were disappointed. I was a little a little disappointed. I was really looking forward to the premiere since the end of last season. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it did have its exciting moments, but I didn't have that boom, I guess. Okay, first of all, I have to talk about the opening, the title sequence. I was so excited to see that they put the cast pictures in it. I was too. Oh, I, was like, I oh, love that. That drove me nuts that they didn't have that before, and I'm glad they I do know. that triple picture like they the original one. Yeah, like the triptych of them, and and I just I don't understand why they didn't do that from season one. Why that wasn't a part of the opening? I mean, it makes it so much stronger, and I don't know. It makes it so much more unique. It and does. Like the, the original, you know. It's it's just a part of Dallas. You've got it's that Dallas, trifle exactly. picture, and it just the opening scene. Exactly. I, I mean, love, I was so excited. I was like, yeah. <laughs> It was like like a little giddy schoolgirl or something. And I missed the first part of it because I'm um, was studying, and then I look up. I'm like, oh, pictures! Oh, I I'm gonna have to YouTube it later so I can. Do I the know. Whole thing. I just watched that beginning part over and over <laughs> because it's like you know back in the old days when it would be you know Patrick Duffy, Larry Hagman, and um, Linda Gray and Charlie. You know all the old yeah. cast, and um, even Miss Ellie. I forget the actress who played Miss uh, Ellie. Barbara Bel Barbara Bel And just all of them. It was so exciting. Yeah, I, I was just so happy that they went back to the original thing. And maybe they're trying to get the originalness back. But. I would hope so, because, I mean, that show worked for thir- 14 years or 13 mm-hmm. years. So there was a reason. And and I, I think it's sad, though. It would have been nice if they'd done it before Larry Hagman passed away. Yeah, he's not a part of it, you know. Right. But other than that, it's great. I just, I don't think. I think they maybe did that as a last ditch effort because I don't know how the show will survive without Larry Hagman on it. Um, well, I think that they're, they're positioning John Ross's character to become the Jr. character, which makes sense. If he can pull it off, if he can become that villain you can't help but love to hate, you know, you just because <laughs> I don't even think anybody really hated Jr. You're supposed to hate Jr., but you you you're rooting you're for secretly him. rooting for yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's that's you know I think really tough for any actor to be able to play a role like that. I mean, it's in the writing. I mean, because who had the better lines than Jr. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, they wrote like hell for him, and I mean, if they can do that with the John Ross character, then he can he can fill that hole as best he can. Right. And I, I mean, I think uh, Joshua Henderson is doing an amazing job. I think so, too. He's really growing into this, the character. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think so, too. I think he can do it. I think if, if they write it well, he can, because I already like him. At first, I wasn't all that a big fan of his acting. thought he was kind of overacting sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think he's... It, He's growing into it, and he's evolving, and and he's sitting into the John Ross character, right? And, and I like know, him. I do like him, even though he's he can be a jackass. Like last, <laughs> like last night when you know, I don't like anytime he goes up against Bobby because I love Bobby. Mm-hmm. So when he's being a jerk to Bobby, I'm not liking him much. 
<laughs> you know, he wants to, you know, remodel South Fork and blah, blah, blah. I just can't wait till Bobby just flattens him and shows him who's boss. Yeah, but that's <laughs> typical JR. I mean, they yeah, had that. Exactly. They had that feud that actually cause the Bobby and Pam divorce. Exactly. So it just, it, it's really building that and his, um, you know, infidelity with Emma. I'm like, oh, that's classic JR right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. He's already following in his, his father's footsteps. He'll never be faithful to any woman. Oh, no. <laughs> not not if he's going to be J, the JR figure. Oh, no. And then even using that to, you know, close deals and, oh, he's, he's been great. Like, just, I've, I've liked him from the beginning. I also like, um, the Christopher actor and I can't think of his name off the top Jesse, of my head. Jesse Metcalf. Yes. Jesse Metcalf. Yeah. I like him too. And we got to talk about Elena and what they're doing with her character now. So season two ended with Cliff telling Elena from behind, you know, from in this Mexican jail. Mm -hmm. And he's telling her that he's got this proof that Jr. screwed her father out of the oil rich land and, you know, paid somebody in the deeds office or whatever to switch the titles so that her father got the worthless plot and Jr. got the oil rich land. It worked her father to death because he knew there was oil. He right. knew it. He could smell it. And for like her to find out that her dad was right and there was oil, it was just he was working the wrong piece of land because of Jr. Right. I can understand why she's mad, but Jr.'s dead. Exactly. So, what, go after Christopher, who you say you love. I mean, yeah, you got into that fight over you helping her, helping out her brother, but she claims to love him, so she's going to attack Christopher and Bobby and John Ross. Exactly. I, that's what I, why I don't think this storyline really is all that credible, at least the way it's, go, it's getting off with her being a mole now and Ewing Energies or Ewing Global. It's like... What are you doing? JR is dead. Why don't you just take him to court then? And I'm sure even if she were to tell them and bring this evidence, I'm sure Christopher would make sure that she was made whole in some way. Even though, you know, some people would argue, well, how can, you know, they'd have to give her everything they have. <laughs> because JR built, you know, his whole empire on, you know, the the oil on the land or whatever. I have never been a fan of this actress in this role. I, 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 I mean, I'm glad they're giving her a storyline because, and this character just seems so lame. There, she has nothing going on other than being John Ross's girlfriend and Christopher's girlfriend, and, and she's supposed to know all this stuff about you know oil and 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 how to find oil, how to strike oil, and all this stuff. And I just don't buy it. I, she doesn't convince me of anything. And now in this this you know. I'm going to get revenge and avenge my father stuff. I, I, I'm still not buying it. I think they're pretty much making her the Pam. She's the new Pam. Yeah, well, I, I'm not seeing Elena as a force. to. I, I just think that role is miscast. That's just my opinion. I don't, I'm, I'm curious to see how far they're going to go with this whole Mexican underlord that we grew up with stuff. Because I thought she grew up on South Fork. She did. And that's that's where, where it lost me. And one, the maid from Dallas was Teresa. Yeah, I remember you <laughs> said that last time. <laughs> and I was like, well, they could have had another maid. <laughs> but it was always Teresa. Teresa took care of the babies. Teresa answered the phone. Teresa, give me a glass of lemonade. It was always Teresa. And then now it was the latest mother. It's like, call her Teresa. <laughs> that's Teresa. And that's her. She had a daughter. I mean, it would make sense. You know, she'd be about that same age. 
<laughs> well, they had another babe that they hired after the show went off the air. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it just, it seems weird where this is coming. Like, because I thought she grew up there. I didn't know she grew up in Mexico. And, and she... She did, because like in the show, you watch Bobby and you watch John, or you watch Christopher and John Ross grow up. Right. And there's no Elena. I know. <laughs> there's That's Charlie was, for a while, but. She was also just... growing up with this other dude and her brother in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that picture was a picture of her brother and Christopher at first. I'm like. No, it's her, oh, her brother okay. and, the, and the guy. Yeah, I forget yeah, his name. Or, Joaquin. Joaquin. I, I think they need to get their storyline story straight, straight before they. <laughs> Because we remember and we don't forget. It's true. But, you know, the other thing that, um, you know, John Ross and Emma, what do you think about that? Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, but yeah. I think she's, I don't know what she's up to, but it seems to me like she's up to something. Right. But I like her. I mean, I mean when she has sold her dad out at the end of last season, first I was surprised and I remember, you know what? He did have her boyfriend beat to a pulp. And made her watch it. <laughs> you know, I know people love John Ross and 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 Pam, and I just don't feel any chemistry between those two at all. I just don't. I felt like I felt like she had more chemistry with Christopher when but she was with him. I did too. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I know a lot of people disagree with that on Twitter and stuff, but I really don't feel. I feel like it's forced between them. And I feel like they have more of a sibling relationship. Like, they would make a great brother-sister acting team, but they don't yeah. seem to have this romantic like chemistry. Like, the sizzle. I don't feel it. It's, I don't. I really don't. I love her character. And, like, I didn't first season, but second season, mm -hmm. I really liked her. I mean, she came in and conned the hell out of that family, <laughs> married Christopher as, what was her name? Uh, was Rebecca the, Sutter. Rebecca Sutter. And now mm -hmm. everybody's, I mean, when did this mea culpa happen? When did this, <laughs> when was she forgiven? <laughs> I'm like, have you forgotten what she did? Well, right, because Sue Ellen loved her. Annie still loved her. I mean, she, she went to Annie's defense in her murder trial. Right. And it was really like Christopher was the only one that hated her. <laughs> Out of that whole thing. Because he, she lied to him. She married him under false pretenses. She made a fool of him. She made a fool of all of them. I know. But, I mean, maybe maybe Bobby realized that it was Cliff behind it and really didn't take it out on her. I guess not, because it's all like, everybody's forgotten that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, maybe because she was pregnant with his twins and then miscarried. I think that kind of brought... She didn't Everybody miscarry. together. They were killed. That's yeah. And Cliff knew it. I I found that a little bit hard to swallow or to believe. I know. Cliff, I, I saw that. I was like, yeah. "What are you doing? Your daughter, your pregnant daughter is on there." What? But maybe the the reasoning is because even though you know Cliff was always could be ruthless at times with you know with Jr. He was never evil. He wasn't, and even throughout the seasons, I mean, he he pulled some stuff with when he was with Afton, and he didn't treat his women right, and he no. he married Jamie to get because they thought they can control two thirds of Ewing Oil at the yeah, end of that lawsuit. But he, he wasn't, wasn't always the malicious. smartest. Yeah, and he wasn't always like as as clever as he could be. But I never saw him as someone who would say, "Oh, my daughter's on that rig, blow it anyway." 
So I think it, the reasoning must be that the babies were Ewing's. But it wasn't just the babies at risk. Her yeah, life he risked was his at daughter. Risk. Yeah, so I, I don't know that I really bought that character shift. I mean, maybe I'm not say, buying it now because he loved he the, all through Dallas. He loved yeah. Christopher, and it was Christopher being yeah. born that yeah. brought, especially after Pam's accident. Bobby and Cliff became friends. Cliff, what he was Uncle Cliff to Christopher. They were always really close. Now all of a sudden, he's back to it's back to 1980 where Bobby and Cliff hate each other. So it's like where no. <laughs> Yeah, and Cliff just is coming after them with such a vengeance. He's, you know, super wealthy now, super conglomerate, wealthy, and he's going to send his daughter in to go and marry into the family so that he can try to take them down. And then JR, you know, Bobby has to go to JR and say, please help, you know, let's take Cliff down or help with. It's no, like, that was help take down um, Ryland, Harris Ryland, because of what he did to Annie. Yeah, but no, but Bobby asked JR also to help take down Cliff because Cliff was trying to, you know, had implant, planted his daughter in the family. And nobody yeah, and knew that was Cliff's daughter. That's what surprised me. I thought if anything, Cliff would want to go would go after John Ross, have her do that to John Ross, not Christopher. Exactly. Because <laughs> she didn't once he once he found out he was not John Ross's father, mm-hmm. he didn't care less about J.R. John Ross. I mean, he was always liked Sue Ellen, but he was always close with Christopher, and that's what I'm not getting. Like maybe if you're going to do that, explain something happening in that span of 20 years that we're missing. Yeah, what what caused this super hatred to come back? Like I said, we remember <laughs> once Pam had her accident, Bobby and Cliff's relationship just was close. In fact, if I remember right, there's times Bobby and Cliff teamed up against Jr. Mm-hmm. So. That's why I'm kind of surprised. Like, what happened in that 20 years to make Cliff and Mono go after Bobby? Christopher was like, I don't want anything to do with my mother. You know, I'm just, you know, and very... Because he felt abandoned. I mean, right. well, that's understandable because they didn't know that she died. They never got word. Right. So the, it, the, the question was open that, you know... They needed to tie that up they a long did. time ago. They Once did. Victoria Principal said, I am done, either decide <laughs> to replace her or not, but just... But you know what? But but you know what? There wasn't any room for Pam because they already started the season. Bobby's married to Annie. Annie now. I don't. I don't see them trying to do a triangle with those actors now at their ages. You know what I mean? (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, nobody really wants to see that. Not want to go back on Dallas. She has made that very clear. She is not not, coming back. She doesn't. She's had so much plastic surgery. She, you know, she doesn't look. She needs to stay off TV anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the girl that was Priscilla Presley. Oh, they couldn't have her off. Yeah, she's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) They brought her back with Ray. I'm like, no. (laughs) Bobby, I'm like, you keep her. (laughs) No disrespect, but they've gone under the knife and it it hasn't worked out. (laughs) But um, so what did you think about how they handled JR's uh, Larry Hagman's passing and JR dying off the show in season two. I thought they did a great job making it another huge shot JR because I was such a huge cliffhanger. I mean, mm-hmm. I was too young for it, but I even people today are still talking about who shot JR. Exactly. And so 
doing that again and having that having Cliff be framed for it and still you don't know because Bobby knows something and you don't know what it is and you know there's a plan and it's like the whole rest of the season was just anticipating what does what does Bobby know what really yeah. happened Bobby I liked that knows something. I liked that <laughs> yeah I liked how Bobby and Bum handled you know just the two of them knew the truth and mm-hmm. they didn't they had no intention of sharing it with anybody else until, you know, Christopher and John Ross show up out there at the gravesite and tell and say, hey, we're not buying this. Tell us the truth. What was really in, in that letter? And, you know, Bobby pulls out the letter and reads it to them. And so we find out that Jr. had bum shoot him. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, well, that makes sense because, you know, Jr. had said, this is going to be my masterpiece, you know? Yeah. And for him to frame Cliff, you know, to kind of end this Barnes-Ewing feud, which has been going on for (laughs) too damn long, he kind of, you know, frames him. And to have Bobby, who, you know, doesn't do that kind of thing, take play that part in it. And he did it so well. And I really like that they were true to the the characterization by having Bobby say to Anne, you know, I shut you out because I didn't want it. I didn't want you to see me being like Jr. Mm-hmm. And the fact of part of it was help me get her ex-husband. So a part of it was doing it for her. And yeah. so I don't think she would have minded because of everything that Harris put her through. No, she it's not. I don't think it's so much that she would have minded. I think it's Bobby. It's just that this is not his character. That's, this is yeah. not, you know, it's, it's so unlike what he would do to frame someone for some, well, not Ryland, but Cliff, you know, but I and, think Bobby just feels like, Hey, if Cliff can, do what he has done to us now, you know, plant his daughter in my family, try to take over our company, her and my son, mm-hmm. then he deserves this. And then using his own daughter. Exactly. Yeah. And killing his daughter, you know, willing to kill her, to sacrifice her, to bring them down. Yeah. Really? So he was out of control. So I can see Bobby justifying that to himself that, yeah, this is the only way to end this. Right. But it's going to come back to bite him in the butt in season three, I think, because Cliff did not kill JR. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm interested to see how they dodge the bullets. I I hope they do. I don't want to see them going to jail for framing. (laughs) 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 But um, it'll be interesting to see how they dodge those bullets and keep that secret. Yeah. Another thing that I'm glad they did was have him make closure with Sue Ellen when he sent that letter to her oh, before yeah. he left. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was his way of apologizing to her mm-hmm. and, you know, made her feel, yes, I really did love you. I would did not treat you all. And, and you deserved way better than me, but I love you, you know, really good for her. So she kind of has that closure absolutely with their, their marriage. So oh, that part got to me. <laughs> Yeah, because that letter. Yeah, and and the part that really got to me too was Bobby. When Bobby read the part of the letter where he couldn't go on, when you know Jr. admitted that he had framed him for shooting his daddy's gun. Yeah, (laughs) and he was like, you know, I'll tell daddy I'm the one who borrowed his gun. I was like, (laughs) oh, oh gosh, that was so sweet. I think they handled it well. I think it was kind of rushed. So I couldn't really appreciate JR's master plan until I watched it again. Right. And they can have Dallas without Jock. 
but having Larry Hagman die, Dallas is J.R. Ewing. Absolutely. So that's why Josh Henderson has such a huge role to fill because he he's got to become the show. I want it to do well, and I want, you know, the fan base to grow so they keep it. And even the new generation of fans, they might not know Dallas, but, hey, you know what? This show is exciting to watch. It is, and and I think if they kind of work on the characterizations more, it doesn't have to be so scandal-paced. You know, like, scandal is so fast-paced, and but that's scandal. It works, you know, for that. I'm not so sure it works in Dallas. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's, it can be, I know I'm, I'm not saying that they need to slow it down to the, the old pace. Cause you used to have one whole season. Now they have that in like one or two episodes. Yeah. That's you know? what turned my parents off was, it was like so fast paced that they're not de- working on developing that emotional connection to these characters, because I think that's what's lacking. The only person I really feel emotionally connected to is Bobby and Sue Ellen. I don't right, really, they're the original. The, exactly. Cause I know them. I know those characters. I don't feel like I really know the, the younger generation well enough to be like emotionally connected to them yet. And I love Annie. I, I do like her too, but she got on my nerves at one point, the way <laughs> she was treating, you know, Bobby and, she she kind of was getting on my nerves, but I do like her too. I think she can definitely fill that Miss Ellie patriarch. Role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, well, I love Brenda Strong. Yeah. I've seen her in other things, but like just when she the way she looks at Emma when Emma came to stay and she kind of has tears in her eyes. The way she smiles at her daughter with her eyes, like mm-hmm. she looks like a mother. Oh yeah. And no way that I've ever seen a mother on TV look like like a mother. Yeah. So that like I really feel. This is her daughter. Like she's her, she's really a mother to this girl, mm-hmm. and she believes it wholeheartedly. She's her mother when she's playing this character, and, and she does not play because she, you know, when she found out that that Harris Ryland was the one who kidnapped that baby from her, she went and shot his ass. <laughs> I would have too. I know. Like she is, and she had even pulled a gun on Jr. one time, I think. Right? Yeah, she did. <laughs> and then she shot somebody else. She's like. Next time I won't miss. That's right. Like why Harris married her mm-hmm. and why the mother didn't want him marrying her and what was wrong with her and what. Well, they're, they're, that mother-son relationship seems very, you know, almost borderline incestuous. Yeah. It just seems weird. So yeah, and that was kind of gross. She's just jealous, you know, of him marrying anybody. I don't, that that's the kind of mother who just seems like she, she would be, have a, she would have a problem with any woman that her son married. Because right. she, you know, she wants to be the number one woman in her son's life forever. I think she wants somebody like her, somebody that's just as strong as her. I don't know about that. I just, <laughs> it, it, their relationship just seems odd. Yeah, that that was a little, <laughs> a little gross. It looked very odd. So now Emma is controlling Rylan. So really that relationship is, you know, primarily about business. Right. I mean, they, they did kind of have their little fling. No, I think she's. And, I think she's into him. Something bad is going to happen there with, mm-hmm. with her and and with Pam. You can see now these the women in the house. You know, um, Pam's going to her and saying, "You know, if you ever want to talk, I'm here." You know, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, great." 
while she texts John Ross. <laughs> yeah, that. And, I mean, they're living in the same house, so that's gonna be. And how about difficult. him? Where the hell is Pamela when he's across the hall screwing Emma <laughs> and kissing her in the doorway so that um, mommy can come down the hall and see him catch him coming out of her room? Where yeah, the hell is Pamela? Jr. had. I think Kristen had moved in with them. <laughs> I don't know if it's a preview of a further episode where Sue Ellen is telling Emma, you know what, I, have a, I had a sister named Kristen. Remind me a lot of you. And she ended up dead in the pool. Okay. And, and Kristen was also Christopher's biological mother. Yes. So that makes Sue Ellen Christopher's aunt. Aunt. Real aunt. And nobody, yeah, real aunt. And nobody talks about that. John Ross and Christopher are real cousins. They don't. I And... It's like that happened, but they don't. Yeah. Like he doesn't ever wonder about who his biological mother was. I would love. We well, I about wouldn't this. either. After. Well, that's true. I mean, she shot Jr. Yeah. <laughs> One of the main things that I would love to see them do is bring back Lucas. We talked about this on the last episode. Oh yeah. They what? need to bring in Bobby's son with Jenna. Oh, that yeah. would be so. That could be so good if they write it well Especially and they cast the right actor. Especially if he's really good looking. Yes, if he's really good looking and can act, and they write that role well, oh my god, that that could be just make a huge difference to this show. That's Bobby's real son, or Christopher isn't, and then that exactly. When Lucas was first born, Bobby was over there quite a bit, and mm-hmm. Christopher actually ran away. I was like. He just wants to be with Jenna and that stupid baby. Exactly. <laughs> so where is Lucas? What's he up to now? Yeah, that would be really good. Because mm-hmm. you see Ray come back. I couldn't believe that Bobby being the man he is would just let his child go off and, and never, it's not like he's in touch. Maybe they'll say that Bobby has been in touch and he's been getting pictures and updates of Lucas. Who knows? But Yeah, and enough times that Ray comes over, they should have Lucas with him. I know. And then Lucas had, or Ray had a daughter, uh, Margaret, with um, Donna. Oh, bring Donna back. I think that they, the writers, you know, they've forgotten about Lucas. But they, they (laughs) they Bobby had a son with Jenna named Lucas, and he is alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's an adult now, and he needs to come to Dallas. And they better not kill him (laughs) off. Like, yeah, baby Lucas died in a pool when he was fine. No. <laughs> bring it back. Bring back a really good looking cowboy. <laughs> he's not a cowboy. He grew up in Europe. Didn't they oh, that's move right. off to Europe? Yeah, he's 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 yeah. He's not a cowboy. It'd be it'd be fun though if like all of a sudden he's like coming to work the ranch. Oh, like Ray did and been like, yeah, by the way, I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lucas uh Krebs. <laughs> They can say Jenna died. You know, Jenna passed away. And she, that you know, would as long be good as... because Ray Krebs was Jock's son and was really a Ewing. <laughs> and I got yes. Lucas Krebs is really a Ewing. Exactly. They, they that really funny? That. <laughs> I think he would be at odds with Christopher, obviously, because Christopher still has that I'm not a real Ewing issue. Yeah. So that that would be tension you know, really good tension in the show. Yeah, that would be good. And what and how Bobby handles his sons <laughs> and their animosity. Because then that'd be like another Jr. and Ray type thing. Yeah, we could have Lucas be really nasty to Christopher, and <laughs> you know, until they heal their relationship in season seven. You know, <laughs> he could be a business rival to Christopher. 
That would be good. Charlie's still alive, too. She was a big girl. Yeah. I forgot about Jenna's daughter. Yeah. And she hadn't, she had a relationship with Brad Pitt and Ray didn't like it (laughs) and sent her to boarding school. A young Brad Pitt was on Dallas. I forgot uh-huh. about that. Yeah, wow. So they should dig into some of that. Bring some of them characters in. Yeah, that would really give you the feel of, of the original Dallas and help make the show as successful as that one was. Because like you said, they're going all out right now with like promotions and I can see they're putting their full weight behind it. But if the storyline at the end of the day cannot hold a viewership, then no amount of promoting is going to do it. So I think they can kick up the rivalry. And now with Elena, she's our Elena and Cliff teaming up is hardly. Yeah, go with the oil, not the drug lord. They need to go with the keep it with the the fuel, the clean energy stuff that I mean, that's rich with controversy and conflict to, you know, them trying to forge ahead against big oil. But um, yeah, what do you see happening in season three? Where do you see this Elena thing going? I don't know. I don't really like it. Me neither. I mean, I'm glad she's getting more of a storyline because before she was just kind of a side. She's just there taking up space. Like I said, JR is dead. The one that she's mad at is dead. But the history she has with Christopher, I'm not buying that she's going to want to go after him. Uh -uh. And I'm thinking, my prediction is that she's going to get flattened. Anybody who goes up against the Ewings Mm -hmm. will end up on their back. I mean, I think that might. You may win a few battles, but you're not going to win the war. I think that would be a good, like, then Christopher being torn. Okay, do I flatten Elena or not? I mean, of course he's going to flatten Elena. John Ross will (laughs) certainly flatten Elena. And, I know, and, but Christopher, I think he's always going to have that place for her. Yeah, and I think she will for him if if they're true to the characterization, and that should create a lot of conflict so that she thinks, you know, she second guesses what she's doing. You know, that uh, maybe I can't go through with this. Am I really willing to do this? I got better chemistry between Pamela slash Rebecca and Christopher than I do. I don't see Elena's chemistry with anybody. I didn't see it with John Ross. I don't see it with Christopher. It's like she's so hold back. I mean, they have the love scenes, but then she's always kind of like, I need my personal space. I, you know, always backs away from well, Everybody. I, don't know. I, I just think that she she was miscast. Like I said before, I don't I didn't I too don't feel any chemistry with her and Christopher and this even, you know, when they first in the first episode of um, season one, when they have their big, you know, oh, I didn't I didn't really send you that email and oh, you didn't want to break up with me. And oh, I'm only with John Ross because I thought you didn't want me. And, and I didn't feel any didn't chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> And then when they end up back together at the end of season two or season one, I just, I never felt any chemistry either. And I think she's miscast. I think she's too too skinny. She needs to eat. She looks like she has an eating disorder. And I think, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see where that goes. And, oh, we didn't talk about Christopher's new love interest that they so subtly... The new she ranch like two minutes. See, I, I, I saw your comment on that before I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ooh, ooh, and, yeah. like, and so I was expecting like a like a more longer th- thing, and I'm like, like oh, coming back. Yeah, no, it's like right on cue. You know, he's he's out there, he's mad, and he's chopping wood, and he threw that beer fast in twelve hours. I know, <laughs> I know, only twelve hours pass, right? <laughs> he's got like a full 
grown beard. It's not a five o'clock shadow, is it? And I didn't have that. It's television. What do you want? And then, you know, she's telling off her boss. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? You're going to talk to your boss like that in front of somebody and get away with it? Oh, I've done it. <laughs> And then, you know, Christopher is impressed. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, cue new love interest for Christopher. But I'm so glad. I'm happy because I'm sick. Yeah, he needs to move on. Right. I see John Ross just pushing to take over JR's role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to constantly cheat on Pamela. And they're going to end up divorced. Or she's going to end up drinking like Suellen. (laughs) taking pills <laughs> i think she's way too strong no i'm thinking emma's gonna turn to the bottle emma's already a, a pill junkie i right? know and i think that's gonna escalate when i think she's gonna want john ross to leave pamela, pamela. she he and she like she'll see them together and like we'll just that jealousy will get to her and i think she'll actually be the one that's gonna turn to the get her drug addiction will get worse and yeah, then wait till she well, I mean, when she saw the ring on Pamela's hand, you could see that she was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thinking something's going to happen with Elena and, and Joaquin. And then it makes you wonder why the hell hasn't it happened before. Maybe it has. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, if Joaquin was kind of like a son to Senior Ramos and he lives in this big old mansion, why <laughs> is the mother a maid? <laughs> <laughs> Why not move the Ramoses into your big mansion? Yeah, the storyline has plenty of holes. Like if you're that close that you're like family. See, but this is this is what happens. And if you have too many of these holes, then your whole show starts to fall apart. So this is what happens when you're trying to go so fast. You know, it's like slow it down a hair. Well, I'm looking forward to next Monday. And I think season three got off to a pretty good start. I I enjoyed it for the most part. I I think it's kind of wobbly with the, you know, who the new Ewing adversary is. But I think it it can shape up, you know, to be a good season. Right, especially with Harris getting out. Yeah, he's still, they're still going to have to deal with him. All right, so that's going to be it for um, the second installment of our Dallas series. Come back, we will bring you a third installment where we'll continue to talk about season three and chat up all the stuff that's going on. Bye. Bye.